Newsbreak podcast. So my impression is that it wasn't something that was uh, going to be a surprise. It wasn't something that we were not uh, we were not necessarily unaware of. And it was kind of hinted at about a week or two ago, even in terms of looking at the numbers. But I would say that looking at the at the infection rates and the fact that we have come to the to the to the kind of tail end of the third wave, or we moved out of the third wave, it doesn't necessarily bode well when you look at the mortality rate. I mean, today alone, there are 101 deaths uh, deaths uh, related to COVID-19. So I think at the end of the day, it's just a matter of going through these exercises of swing doors between lockdown measures and what is happening in terms of the country's political landscape. On that topic, the number of people allowed to attend indoor gatherings has jumped by 500 to 750, while outdoors increased to 2,000. Now, does this magnify concerns that rallies could become super spreader events, taking uh, India into consideration when they had election campaigns, led a debilitating wave of infections there? Yeah, I think it's a good correlation to draw because you know the Indian population is, of course, much bigger than ours. Uh, magnified in terms of about 1.4 billion people. We're just under about 60 million people. But nevertheless, you know, we, we shouldn't dismiss that as a, as a factor. But definitely, I think that you, how are you going to manage this? How are you going to marshal these, these outdoor and indoor gatherings? And if indeed you, you, if our track record, or rather looking at how things have been behaved, how things have unfolded in terms of other events when we were in lockdown measures, uh, lockdown uh, regulations three, then it doesn't bode well for us to say that oh yes we can now measure this. It still re- it, you still require self uh, self regulating behaviour. You still require to take responsibility. We see the uh, in terms of our security uh, police uh, in certain uh, contexts they haven't really enforced the rules. So I, I, you know at the end of the day I think it's it's, it's again the question of not having a strategy to deal with how you want to uh, take up election. Another point about that business and the tourism sector have not taken in good stead is the South Africa being on the UK's red list. And the president did mention that he's, he's going to have conversations with the UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson regarding that decision. He said that they both agreed that science must determine the decision. But some critics have questioned whether or not there is a political motive at play in this situation. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, it's a, it's a curious one, Tashlin, uh, because at the end of the day, it's not as if we are dealing with a variant that is not, uh, it's unknown. That's the first point. Second point is, all both countries are taking the Pfizer jab. So that, that I find curious. In terms of the political motivation, I don't know, what, I, don't, I can't say with any certainty what, what is at play. But what I find curious is the fact that uh, the UK is going to host the conference of the parties on climate change later this year because we know that cl- climate change envoys from all countries were in South Africa this week. And if we are on the red list, what does this mean for our 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 our, our officials travelling for that conference? Are they going to be given a kind of uh, special dispensation and say you can travel, but not your not not generally in terms of tourists coming coming to 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 to, to South Africa or vice versa? News break. Lotus FM, powered by SABC News.